The Anton Savage Show Saturday with Nifty Business on News Talk. We have with us Brezzy, otherwise known as Niall President. I think known only probably to his parents at this point as Niall President. He's Brezzy to everybody else. Brezzy, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. You're off the back of a sold out run of uh, shows for the Where Is My Mind podcast tour. Now, this is the thing that I've always been curious about. When you have a successful podcast like this, and of course, this is, you're going to be in the, in the Cork Opera House on Sunday, April 21st. So if people want to actually see what we are talking about, they can go and see you in person. Who comes and what do they say to you? That's a good question now. It's a fairly even spread. You, you get the kind of front row of the lads with their partners going, well, what am I doing here? Kind of guys. <laughs> and then after 10 minutes, they're going, oh, this isn't too bad. You get, you know, you, at some of the shows, we had, you know, grandmothers in their 90s. We had 14, 15 year old teenagers. Because we're kind of, we're like the whole show is entertainment. It isn't, you know, people look at the, the topic or they look at the title and they go, all right, it's not for me. But how is your mind not for you? Like everyone has one. Everyone, if I'm, I reckon everyone's kind of a little bit kind of overwhelmed and rinsed by the world at the moment because the world is incredibly overwhelming at the moment. So it is a kind of entertainment. There's a lot of music, a lot of spoken word, monologues and guests. You know, you can't just, you have to, you have to deliver something. And I suppose I've been on stage for 20 odd years, so hopefully I've figured it out kind of at this point. Give us a sense of the type of guests. We've had loads. We've had Adam Clayton was, was, was an interesting one in the Olympia. And Adam, I'm sure you've spoke to him, is just... He's incredibly open with his kind of, you know, you're still talking to the bass player in the world's biggest band. You know, there's there's an element of that when you're speaking to a guest like that. But the other thing you have to be careful with guests is, you know, what what's happened in kind of modern media landscapes is people like to take things out of context and they like to put them on Facebook and they like to put them on social media where it's then just the Wild West and open season on it. And that includes media outlets. They do that too. But the problem is, when you're speaking about the subjects we talk about, when you take them out of context, they can look entirely different. So you can get people who are completely kind of media trained and guarded and don't want to talk about things. Uh, but you have to kind of try and disarm that a little bit and kind of get them to the point of like, you know, this this isn't a, like a psychoanalysis. This is a conversation. This is all it is. And, and I usually get guests who are going to do that. Story. I mean, apart from you, because again, we take you two for granted, but if you look at like you two's success, well, I mean, when the Joshua Tree came out, and they ended up having, what, first three singles off the record become number ones globally, 25 million album sales off the back of that. Like, honest to God, mega stardom, the like of which only about four or five bands in the world have. And Adam Clayton had significant challenges personally through that period. It's a very interesting personal story. It really is. And you look at you too as well. What people don't kind of really grasp sometimes is they consistently reinvent themselves. That's how you make it in the music industry. If you come out with the same album 10 times, it ain't going to work for you. And... You know, bands like Coldplay are doing it now. You can see bands kind of bringing, stepping up. They've always done that. But with Adam, Adam was telling me the story on stage of, of missing a show in, in Sydney because he was drunk. And he was, he said, like he was out in a boat in the middle of Sydney Harbour. And he, he looked at his watch and the show was starting. And he kind of knew at that point, right, this, this, this can't, I can't do this anymore. And it takes huge bravery to do that when you're on the, you know, you're in this absolute whatever you want to call it nobody I think has a clue what it must be like to be in a band like that nobody unless you've done it can even understand it but that type of stuff and the kind of moment of clarity where it's like no no more can't do this anymore I've had my fun and I'm stepping back from it and you know he talks about his uh, being sober and how challenging that can be but yeah it was an incredible conversation and quite an emotional one if I'm honest When we talk about reinvention I'm right in saying that soon I'm going to have to call you Dr Brezzy well, that's, that's getting ahead of yourself, Anthony. <laughs> two and a half years of the PhD left. But you're, you're uh, doing a PhD. 
I am. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm in the middle of one. In what? Well, essentially in, in sociology, but I'm looking at kind of social psychology and, and our mental health systems in Ireland over the last 200 years. I'm trying to figure out, you know, we can keep going on about how bad the system is, or we can try to figure out why it's bad, what's wrong with it, what's the issues, what's the legacies and all that stuff. So I kind of felt that that's all I was doing. And I kind of wanted to try and understand that a little bit more. And I wanted to offer potential solutions. I didn't want to throw stones at a problem. And but it's also it's a fascinating kind of area. I mean, I, I remember talking to um, Professor Brendan Kelly about, he wrote the book Grange Gorman, where he looks just the history of Grange Gorman specifically. But yeah. the history of, as they were then called, asylums like Grange Gorman or like St. Eta's or any of those, I mean, what happened there on both sides of the coin in terms of the treatment that was given compared to what was there before, which was revolutionary, but when you look at it through the lens of today, was horrendous. It's interesting stuff. And Brendan is actually one of the big reasons I went for my PhD because he kind of allowed me to make sense of it all. And then Damien Brennan's another guy, my supervisor wrote Irish Insanity. And the thing about these institutions, what people don't realise, by 1950, we had the highest level of people in psychiatric institutions in the world. We loved putting people into institutions, but we need to understand why. Well, some and of the reasons the are horrendous. Some of the re- what went on is horrendous, but the reasons people ended up in there, I used to, like I was blaming people, and I was like, it was the British, it was the church, it was this, that, and the other. You know, when you really break it down, it was bad law. It was uh, we had a thing called the Dangerous Lunatics Act, which was completely abused. It was the only legal act in the world that could criminalise somebody before they committed a crime, and the legacies of that still prevail because. You can often see the connection in the media when they talk about mental health and criminality. They kind of link it loosely. You know, I've heard, even recently, I've heard very, you know, high power people using words like lunatics completely out of context. And these are things we need to understand if we were, because these legacies still prevail in our current mental health system. But if you look there. at some of where you're talking about the, the, the acts that were used, some of the reasons for which people were put into uh, institutions, it could have been to dodge inheritance because you wanted to, to disinherit mm-hmm. the family. It could have simply been because they were unpopular or because there was they, the, the family took a, a, a poor moral outlook at their behaviour. I mean, it, it was a long way from mental health issues that put a lot of people into the institutions around the country. Really good point, Anton. I think people need to understand that. Like, for, you know, a lot of people who ended up in there had nothing wrong with them. There was a really kind of slightly heart-wrenching story of a, of a family who had to flick a coin to decide who was the person they decided that because they couldn't afford to feed the family. There were six of them. And it was severe poverty. And I think people in Ireland, I think because we're such a wealthy country, because, you know, Ireland has become pretty wealthy for very much in global standards. But when you understand the extreme poverty, the famine, the, the, the civil wars, all the collective trauma that came in our history, you can understand why people were just overwhelmed by that. And and we just didn't know what to do with pain, so we institutionalised it. And it's something we need to understand, and it's something, it, it is a dark part of our history, and we can't just brush it away. And that's um, kind of what I'm looking at, you know. There's also the issue of what happened to many of the people who went into those, uh, again, asylums, as was the t- term at the time, because if you look for many of them, there are adjoining graveyards that are filled with unmarked graves mm-hmm. and just the divots of where people were once put. We won't get into that. It is a bit much for Saturday morning. In two years, <laughs> when I get to call you Dr. Brezzy, we can go through all of that. Beforehand, I mentioned that you're going to be at the Cork Opera House. This is part of the Wander Wild Festival or is linked to it? Explain. Well, no, the Wander Wild is in Killarney. I kind of I kind of was asked would I do the festival and like play a live show at it. And that's kind of more of focus on the, the kind of the music oh, so side. Oh, the two are the, separate. Sorry, the Opera House separate, is separate, April 21. Yeah. Uh, the April 21 for the Opera House. Wander Wild Festival is 22nd through 24th March. 
Exactly, yeah. And that's kind of a, it's an incredible festival in Killarney. Like it's just, Killarney is just some spot to just get outside. And even when the wind cuts the arse off you, it's still, you know, people talk about mindfulness. You want to understand mindfulness that a northwest wind cut the arse off you in Ireland. Um, that, that'll keep you mindful. But it's a beautiful festival and they wanted to do kind of a, a show at it. So they were like, listen, bring your piano. And I was like, right, I've been kind of writing a piano album and... So it's kind of my first time to kind of showcase a lot of these new songs and uh, in beautiful uh, St. Mary's Church in Killarney. So it's a beautiful setting to do it. Oh, my God, there's much worse places to do it than that. Absolutely. Jeez, I'll be down. I'm going down for a few days now. I always, it's such a drive down that you can kind of forgive yourself for staying there for four days. So Would you I'm, not take the train? It's a, it's a nice train journey. I love trains. I do love trains, but I have a, a lot of stuff to bring. I have a kayak to bring, and I don't know if the, the train would be really keen if I if I yank one of them into it. And I will pay you know, good money to watch Brezzy attempt to board a train with a kayak. That would that would just round out twenty twenty four for me. I can sit in the kayak if Matt, that makes it better, and just sit in it, so I'm not taking up a seat. Brezzy, always a pleasure. Um, if you want to uh, see Brezzy, the two separate events. So April 21st, 8pm, Cork Opera House and uh, tickets corkoperahouse.ie and the Wander Wild Festival where he'll be uh, there equipped with both piano and kayak is 22nd through 24th, March. And just uh, to add, Anton, sorry, I should have said I'm playing National Opera House in Wexford on the 5th of April. And if anyone's not been in that venue, I've never seen anything like it. It's a stunning place. There's some beautiful venues in this country. We're very lucky. Break it like Brezzy. Thanks again. Cheers, lads. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday. With Nifty Business. Saturday morning at nine. On News Talk.